Good morning. The service of morning prayer begins on page three. The hour cometh and now is when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. Continuing on page seven. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, in place of the Venite, we'll say Psalm 95. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, and, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath but they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our psalm today is Psalm 72, found on page 426 of the Book of Common Prayer. Give the King thy judgments, O God, and thy righteousness unto the King's Son. Then shall he judge thy people according unto right, and defend the poor. The mountains also shall bring peace, and the little hills righteousness unto the people. He shall keep the simple folk by their right, defend the children of the poor, and punish the wrongdoer. They shall fear thee as long as the sun and the moon endureth from one generation to another. He shall come down like rain upon the mown grass, even as the drops that water the earth. In his time shall the righteous flourish, yea, an abundance of peace, so long as the moon endureth. His dominion shall be also from one, the one sea to the other, and from the river unto the world's end. They that dwell in the wilderness shall kneel before him, his enemies shall lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and of the isles shall give presents, the kings of Arabia and Seba shall bring gifts. All kings shall fall down before him, all nations shall do him service. For he shall deliver the poor when he crieth, the needy also, and him that hath no helper. He shall be favorable to the simple and needy, and shall preserve the souls of the poor. He shall deliver their souls from falsehood and wrong, and, and dear shall their blood be in his sight. He shall live, and unto him shall be given of the gold of Arabia. Prayer shall be made ever unto him, and daily shall he be praised. There shall be an heap of corn in the earth, high upon the hills, 
The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and they of the city shall flourish like grass upon the earth. His name shall endure forever. His name shall remain under the sun among the posterities, which shall be blessed in him, and all the nations shall praise him. Blessed be the Lord God, even the God of Israel, which only doeth wondrous things. And, he, and blessed be the name of his majesty forever, and all the earth shall be filled with his majesty. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the ninth chapter of the first book of Samuel. There is a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zeror, the son of Becherath, the son of Aphiah, a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. And he had a choice and handsome son whose name was Saul. There was not a more handsome person than he among the children of Israel. From his shoulders upward he was taller than any of the people. Now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. And Kish said to his son Saul, Please take one of your servants with you and arise. Go and look for the donkeys. So he passed through the mountains of Ephraim and through the land of Cilicia, but they did not find them. Then they passed through the land of Shalim, and they were not there. Then he passed through the land of the Benjamites, and, but they did not find them. When they had come to the land of Zoph, Saul said to his servant who was with him, Come, let us return, lest my father cease caring about the donkeys and become worried about us. And he said to him, Look now, there is in the city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he says surely comes to pass. So let us go there. Perhaps he can show us the way that we should go. Then Saul said to his servant, But look, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread in our vessels is all gone, and there is no present to bring to the man of God. What do we have? And the servant said, Saul, and the servant answered Saul again and said, Look, I have here at hand one-fourth of a shekel of silver. I will give that to the man of God to tell us our way. Formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he spoke thus, Come, let us go to the seer, for he who is now called a prophet was formerly called a seer. Then Saul said to his servant, Well said, come, let us go. So they went to the city where the man of God was. As they went up the hill to the city, they met some young women going out to draw water and said to them, Is the seer here? And they answered them and said, Yes, there he is, just ahead of you. Hurry now, for today he came to this city because there is a sacrifice of the people today on the high place. As soon as you come into the city, you will surely find him before he goes up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he comes, because he must bless the sacrifice. Afterward, those who are invited will eat. Now therefore, go up, for about this time you will find him. So they went up to the city. As they were coming into the city, there was Samuel, coming out toward them on his way up to the high place. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear the day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow about this time I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him commander over my people Israel, that he may save my people from the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people, because their cry has come to me. So when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said to him, There he is, the man of whom I spoke to you. This one shall reign over my people. Then Saul drew near Samuel in the gate, and said, Please tell me, where is the seer's house? 
Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, for you shall eat with me today, and tomorrow I will let you go and will tell you all that is in your heart. But as for your donkeys that were lost three days ago, do not be anxious about them, for they have been found, and on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on you and on all your father's house? And Saul answered and said, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then do you speak like this to me? Now Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the hall, and had them sit in the place of honor among those who were invited. There were about thirty persons. And Samuel said to the cook, Bring the portion which I gave you, of which I said to you, Set it apart. So the cook took up the thigh with its upper part and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, Here it is. What was kept back, it was set apart for you. Eat, for until this time it has been kept for you, since I said I invited the people. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. When they had come down from the high place into the city, Samuel spoke with Saul on the top of the house. They arose early, and it was about the dawning of the day that Samuel called to Saul on top of the house, saying, Get up, that I may send you on your way. And Saul arose, and both of them went outside, he and Samuel. As they were going down to the outskirts of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Tell the servant to go on ahead of us. And he went on, But you stand here a while, that I may announce to you the word of God. Here ends the first lesson. Gather the Benedictus. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Here begins the 49th verse of the 12th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. I came to send fire on the earth, and on and how I wish it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am till it is accomplished. Do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? I tell you not at all, but rather division. From now on five in one house will be divided, three against two and two against three. Father will be divided against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Then he also said to the multitudes, Whenever you see a cloud rising out of the west, immediately you say, A shower is coming, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say, There will be hot weather, and there is. Hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it you, not, you do not discern this time? Yes, and why, even yourselves, do you not judge what is right? When you go with your adversary to the magistrate, make every effort along the way to settle with him, lest he drag you to the judge, the judge deliver you to the officer, and the officer throw you into prison. 
I tell you, you shall not depart from there till you have paid the very last mite. Here ends the second lesson. Together the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Perform the mercy, perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant. Perform the oath which he sware to our forefathers that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who has prepared for those who love thee such good things as past man's understanding, pour into our hearts such love toward thee, that we, loving thee above all things, may obtain thy promises, which exceed all that we can desire, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults or enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, 
who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. This morning I'd like to focus on one of the harder passages in the Gospel, the first half of the Luke reading we just heard, summed up by Jesus saying in verse 51, Do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? I tell you, not at all, but rather division. The idea of division in the life of man is as old as Genesis, when Cain slew Abel. But these first five verses build on what we and the first century Judeans knew about the most important themes, one of the most important themes of the Hebrew Scriptures, how God's people are constantly separating themselves from God. Jesus' disciples might recall the flood, the grumbling of the Israelites in their 40-year journey through the wilderness that we are, we are constantly reminded of in Psalm 95, or the period of the divided northern and southern kingdoms. This morning I'll take the passages in chronological order. In the first book of Samuel, the Israelites have been pestering the prophet Samuel in their demand for a king. Today we get the beginning of the story of Saul, when God sends Saul to Samuel and tells Samuel to expect him. At first glance, Saul looks like the definition of a great king by Hollywood standards, the tallest and among the most handsome of the land. But we get some inklings in today's passages about Saul's insecurities. He clearly never took a class on the importance of a non-anxious presence. More fundamentally, in the next 22 chapters, Saul loses his kingdom because of his literally fatal flaw. He is unable to trust in God and God's promises. We know that God will choose and anoint, uh, will choose David, and Samuel will anoint David to be the next king. David will trust in God's promises and his decisions, and thus David, unlike Saul, take great pains not to threaten or hurt his anointed rival in any way. Once he becomes king, David himself faces division, particularly with his son Absalom, who eventually leads an unsuccessful effort to seize the throne of God that God has given to David. But David ruled successfully for 40 years, despite a few slip-ups. David was by far the most obedient king in the history of Israel and was blessed by God for that. This brings us to Psalm 72. Although the Bible calls it a psalm of Solomon, it appears to be about Solomon and not by Solomon. It is at the end of the second of five books of the Psalms, and by its placement is believed to be the last of the Psalms written by King David. While much of the psalm is about the blessings of God, the major theme is where David is asking that Solomon administer justice according to God's wisdom. Alas, David does not emphasize the need for his son to be faithful and obedient to Yahweh. We know that after David dies, Solomon is a very wise and just king, renowned for his wisdom, wealth, and political power. Alas, he is not as obedient to God's will as his father was, allowing idol worship to once again enter Israel, and sowing the seeds of the downfall of the house of David, and eventually all of Israel. Finally, this morning's New Testament reading 
as two separate teachings about, by Jesus. I'll focus on the first teaching in verses 49 to 53 about the division of the world, which parallels similar language in Matthew 10. This passage is directed to his followers, who understandably might have expected or hoped that the coming Messiah would create a stable, happy world, like those of the days of Solomon, where Israel was prosperous, safe, and respected, rather than oppressed by its Mediterranean neighbors. On Thursday, Jesus had told his followers to trust that God will provide. First, he called them to be a non-anxious presence in the world, and then told the famous analogy about the, lily, the beauty of the lilies of the field that neither toil nor spin. Today, he warns his disciples that the world will be divided by his teachings between those who hear and follow his will and the will of his Father and those who ignore or reject that. How are we to be equipped to face this dissension and be obedient? To answer this, in the first two verses this morning, St. Luke reports an explanation by Jesus that St. Matthew admits. I came to send fire on the earth, and I wish, and how I wish that it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am till it is accomplished. Thus, the act of baptism is given to unify Christians and to hold us fast against our enemies outside the church. Western Christians have been lulled into complacency by the accommodations uh, and occasionally obedience of the state to the church over the last 1500 years. But in this century, we are clearly moving to a more adversarial relationship like that experienced by Christians in the ancient church. Where does Jesus go from here? In the last six verses of this morning's New Testament reading, Jesus warns his, all his listeners about reading the signs of the time so they will be able to recognize the final judgment in the last days. This continues the theme from yesterday when he called his disciples to be ready for God's judgment to come at any time. By contrasting those that recognize the time of judgment from those that who, do, who do not, verses 54 to 59 continue the idea of division from the first half of this morning's reading, although Matthew presents it as a separate occasion in Matthew 16. Both parts of today's reading are leading up to Monday's reading from the Gospel of Luke, another hard teaching about the need for repentance. In the parable of the fig tree, he calls on all his listeners to bear fruit in their life before that final judgment, a theme that's further elaborated in the Epistle of James and several of the Pauline epistles. So we have our marching orders. As Christians, we know we are called to do, and every day we must do our best to follow those orders. With that, I'd like to return to page 18 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith and unity of spirit, and the bond of peace and the righteousness of life, Finally, we commend to thy Father, the goodness, all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience unto their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be fatally thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all in our glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Carl and Carl for making this morning's worship possible. Thanks, Joel. You made me laugh. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Thank you, Joel. Bye-bye.